And hello, welcome to the Habitual Line Steppers Podcast. Yo, tune in, we got a lot to say tonight. So, are you ready for choices? I know I am. Let's see what people on the street say today. So, welcome to Choices. This is the game where, you know, our participants actually get a question, they get two choices, they have to select which answer best fits them, and explain why. All right, so right here we have our sister Fatima. How you doing, Fatima? Hi, how are you? Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you, nice to meet you. All right, so we're on the street right now, and I want to ask you three questions, all right? This is our holiday episode. You ready? I'm ready. All right, good, good, good. All right, so my first question, what do you leave for diabetic Santa? Alright, so what do you leave <laughs> for diabetic Santa? Do you leave cookies or milk? I would leave the milk because, you know, the cookies have a lot of sugar in it. They're not supposed to eat the sugar anyway. Oh, okay. So you're trying to have Santa survive the night. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. I don't want him to die. We gotta get our gifts first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Alright. Second question. You wake up and would you rather see no gifts or would you rather see Santa? Kissing somebody in your family. <laughs> Which one? No gifts or Santa, you know, kissing. All tongue. All tongue. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want no gifts. No gifts. He's not, he can't ruin my childhood like that. <laughs> it will be ruined. Like, who else did you kiss? I just. I, so, no gifts? No gifts. Okay, got you. All right. Third question, last one. So, you dig your car out, all right? But you dig your car out of a snowy parking spot. Do you leave a chair in that spot or you just take your chances? I'm leaving the chair. Why? this out. No one else dug this out. How dare you take my spot? <laughs> is that like a Philly thing, leaving the chair in the apartment? I spot? hope it's not just a Philly thing. I feel like I see it. Is it just a Philly thing? I don't know. I, don't I see know. Pittsburgh people do it, but oh, then, you know. Yeah, that's standard. I think that's a snow thing. Oh, maybe it's a black thing. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Fatima, for working out, going with us, playing this game. Choices. Everybody, we'll see you next week. See you. Hello? Big Willie Styles all in it. Yep. All right, Big Willie. We got Curtis here. Um, introduce the yeah. rest of everybody else up in here. <laughs> Hello? Who that? Are we doing intros? Yeah, I was I was doing intros. You interrupted the <laughs> intro. Like, you just messed up everything. Like, just because you don't mess up everybody else's intro. My apologies, uh, Grandmaster MC. Alright, so again, this is Go ahead. Go All right. ahead. Alright, this is Adrian. Uh greetings everybody. And we got pineapples. Come on, pineapples. I believe that is literally I believe that is literal copyright infringement, I believe. <laughs> is anybody else here on the podcast? <laughs> no? <clears throat> yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm here. Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, my my throat is messed up, but uh, yo, this is this is Alpharetta J. Uh, Why is your throat hey, messed hey, up? 
and and to open up open up my intro, I'm going to have a a very inspirational quote. And this week, to quote the great philosopher Uncle Drew, "Hold my nuts, keep it going." Go on. <laughs> but why is your throat messed up? Though, try to figure this out. Well, I, I really, I don't. I, <laughs> he was, he was uh, that was I his see, one funny. I, I see, I see y'all in, in rare form tonight, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jay, you you got that mission ready? You want to talk about that mission? Sure. I I mean, we you know we we want to state exactly what we're here to do, and I'm not even sure what I typed. I was a little bit loopy. I was in the car, so. <laughs> Um, but but the idea, but the idea behind this is we're going to offer a perspective. We're going to discuss topics and and social issues from a educated black male perspective. Yes. No. Topics. Yeah, pretty Topic. much. I agree. And it's going to be one hundred percent raw. Sometimes we funny. Sometimes we serious. Um, yeah. Sometimes TJ is about to get. Uh, divorced on the beach, but <laughs> but but that's what we're here to do. You know, hundred percent black man. You know, in this country, we we spitting what we think. So, mm. all right, that's what's up. Much love with that. Thanks for that mission, brother. Yeah, yeah, I gotta make it official. That's, and we'll, yeah, we'll that's the it. first great thing you did since you know your um your junior year on college. Wow, <laughs> so skipping over all his kids, huh? <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't shit, yo. Y'all ain't so, shit. Hold on, so hold on, so hold on, so hold on, so hold on. So hold on. I don't, I don't know if Curtis has a topic he wants to start with. I, I'm more than happy. <laughs> To, to kick off something if we want to. Go ahead, kick it off. Kick it off. So, uh, certain brothers in this chat seem to believe that certain mediocre black actors uh, <laughs> <laughs> he seems to believe that they deserve some type of accreditation. And for an example, one of the worst people in historic Film reference of all time is Robert Townsend. I don't oh. care what nobody says. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. So, oh, no. Oh, no. No, it's not. I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. Let agree. me tell you. Let, let me explain something. Meteor Man set back light skinned people at least <laughs> <laughs> 40 years and it made having blonde hair acceptable back oh, in the early man. 90s. No, oh, man. Black people that they could fly. They yep. could fly. Yeah. That they could, they could change stuff comedians. in their neighborhoods. Yeah. It took them how to read books. Like, people would he read the books and they could clean up their community. He fought dudes named Goldilocks, Gold Member. <laughs> uh, wasn't Debo, wasn't Tiny Lister Jr. in that? He yeah, was he was in there. He was in there. <laughs> I guess you never. I guess you've never been to D.C. There's a lot of gold. Hey, listen. Hey, look. Hey, listen. You know, I, I can I can argue that um, Robert Townsend. What he stood you know, for. Of course, acting, you know, yeah, you might not know him for the acting, but he is responsible. What's that? He is responsible for the second 
top black movie oh, of all time. You, go. you know that's yeah, going to Broadway, right? And it's going to Broadway. Selling black movies of all time. Five Heartbeats is going going to Broadway too. No, I just said in my opinion. Well, if I didn't, it's say going to Broadway. Oh, okay. One second, top black. Yeah, what, what's time. your number one? Because we about to get in a whole bag of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's quality though. Uh, and it's, it's one America. of my top five. I don't know. If I can... <laughs> you're stuck. You're stuck. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say honest. Wait, so... wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But back to it, back to number first two, of though. All, the last yeah, dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. And, and, and I must say, the last dragon is on Netflix right now, and I just watched it today. Mm-hmm. And um, I watched one of my hood still questions. Good. It's great. One of my hood questions was, how much was the the hero at Daddy Green's Pizza? It was the um the Parmesan hero. How much was it? And by now, <laughs> I remember. You know, I remember. hold on, no, hold on. You know he's aiming that at me, right? He, he's he's <laughs> directly. Uh, How can you tell uh, over the airways like that? Jay always trying to get somebody, like with his little hood trivia. Like, come on, come on. Yeah. Oh, that's why. I want to say, I want to say three twenty-five. No, it was, it was three dollars, but he was close. He was close. Yo, 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 you not shit. Yo, you gotta give him that. He said three twenty-five. You gotta give him that, yo. That's New no. York. That's mm. New York tax. That's you're, not giving that? you're not giving him that. But anyway, up, but, but hold on, but hold on, hold yeah. on. But, but that should, should be the highest, it should be the okay, highest so, number. So back to number two. If in, in in Will's opinion, <laughs> he's saying the Five Heartbeats. What's a better movie, the Five Heartbeats or the Temptation movie? The Five Heartbeats. The Temptation. Which, no. which, which one is going to Broadway? The temptation movie's never been to the movie theaters. Mm. Which one's going to Broadway now? Which one's going to Broadway now? The five heartbeats. Nope. You know who? Which you? Oh, you gotta, which, you gotta look Leon at like this. David Ruffin? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I, I got a movie question. Five heartbeats. Who? What, what's What's the most racist Disney movie? <laughs> the most uh, racist Disney. The most racist. The most one? racist Disney movie. What, what's the first Disney movie? Keep in mind, be, though, uh, Uncle Remus was a thing. So, yeah, Song you of the South. Keep it, Song of the South was the most racist Disney movie. Which one? Song of the South. I don't know that one. So, are we going That's Song of the Remus. South or are we are we going Dumbo? <laughs> Dumbo was oh, running. You mean with the Laughing Crows? With the Laughing Crows? His name was Jim <laughs> Crow. Oh, oh, okay. His name Crow. was Jim Hold on. Crow. Hold on. I missed, I missed the question. Yo, yo, anchor, anchor needs to get their stuff together. Shout out to anchor, but I missed the question, so I had to. No, the question was wow. The, the question was, what is the most racist Disney movie? So right now we got Dumbo, Song of the South, and Pocahontas. I'm still going Dumbo. I'm going with Song of the South. You got the black man singing about slavery. Saying, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. I didn't even see that one. No, no. I was just down there, that racist ass park. Um, <laughs> dropping ducats. That's going to go to my. That's going to go to my my second topic, and I may shut it down with this one. It's going to involve the great black spiritual movie Black Panther, and after me watching it twice again, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, All right. 
But I hate oh, Pokemon. man. I, honestly, Pocahontas and, and Mulan are bad. Like, it's it's a combination. Mulan right, but, said Asian, Asian people back, but, but Pocahontas <laughs> had people thinking Indians can instantly understand English. Uh, <laughs> John right, Smith people, came over there. Go ahead. But Pete, so Dumbo, in the opening scene, they got black characters built in the tent. They didn't have faces. Oh, one character's oh. name is Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah, like how do you want to have a character in a Disney movie named Jim Crow? Disney was a beast, <laughs> and there was more. And there's more black people down there than what you would realize. They was down there wow. spinning big chips. <laughs> Nobody knows that. I don't know, man. Pocahontas was serious. She understood John Smith Dang. after one sentence. Come on, man. Damn. <laughs> You know, Dumbo's Dumbo had Germans in it though. Talk about <laughs> concentration camps, I think. No, shut up, right, Nick. Anywho, you can look at it. It's, 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 oh, you can look on YouTube. It's uh, All right. German, so, no. he, he is the Googler. He is the Googler. Oh my god, he, he started early. So, so let me let me say what's on my mind about Black Panther. All right. So and, and I so wish TJ was here because I was ready to show him. Have we all say, say say our best black movies ever though? Our top for our top black movies ever? I, I like um of course Harlem Nights. Wow. Uh, I, also like, yeah. I also like Trading Spaces a lot. I don't know why, but I can watch that movie all. It's not a black oh, yeah, movie, but yeah, I, yeah. It, it speaks a lot to social economic stuff. I like it. Trading Spaces. Okay. Hmm. Well, Oh, what, what are you talking about? Who says Hoodlum is a movie? Yeah, we'll be on that other shit. Like, really? <laughs> Hoodlum? Oh, yeah, Hoodlum. <laughs> Why are you saying like that, Jay? Also, <laughs> Universe is your favorite movie. <laughs> Flash. Hold on. Hold on. Will, do you like the movie Posse with Mario Van Peebles? He does. He does. Yo, you're you're on the timeout from the chat. Bobby <laughs> <laughs> did. Wait. Remember, remember, remember Young Guns? Remember Young Guns? Wait, wait. Stop wait, it. I'm stopping. I'm sorry. Anchor was uh, you know, digitizing the, what y'all was saying. All right, hold yeah, on. No, I said I said, Will, you said Hulum? Hoodlum, yeah. Okay. I said, do you also like posse with Mario Van Peebles? He does. Never, he does. Never seen it. What? <laughs> never seen Posse. Do you like uh, Young lie. Guns? That's a lie. I'm like going with Blink Man. Never seen Young Guns. Nobody watches movies with Emilio Estevez, so be quiet, Adrian. Like, nobody watches those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like three of them on USA. Three of them. That's like saying a question. favorite black movie is Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh. I got, I got a question. It's not black. Um, this this wow. is involving someone who who somewhat you know makes uh, you know movies that uh, try to uh, end up playing up the black role. If you say anything about Tyler Perry, we fight. End up no, yep. he's playing up. He's playing up the. He tries to play up the back the black role, but in in a way ends up being offensive. Um, Michael what Moore. What Michael Moore. No, no, no. Michael Rappaport. <laughs> You're getting warmer, Mario man. Peebles. Getting... Mario <laughs> man Peebles? No, no, no. He's a white guy who makes movies. Oh. 
Quentin. Oh, um, Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about shut him? Shut your mouth. You're a liar, and you're not going to talk bad about Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, going, I was going to say, I was going to say, it got to be Q, and, and Will, you coming to me and Kurt. Like, kill, yo, kill, kill Bill might be the best movie of all time. And, and I agree. You, know, you cannot say that. I wouldn't, uh, whoa, whoa, I wouldn't say can, all that. But it's entertaining uh, as hell. It's one of my it's one of my top ten favorite movies ever. Vivica Vivica got served within ten minutes. I like I like the hateful eight more than anything. The hateful eight, the and that's what eight. I'm talking and, about. Yo, that's what I'm uh, talking about. Adrian, the hateful yo. eight when he when, when when Kurt Russell smacked the hell out that chick. With his, uh, <laughs> no, when he shot her, when he said he wasn't giving up. <laughs> sit out, boy. <laughs> he allowed to give up. <laughs> he shot the shit out. <laughs> Danny Tatum got aired the fuck out, yo. He said he'd take it too long. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm interested. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still interested in Terry. Terry, Terry, did you get your... Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Give, I want Terry to say... If, if we are going to bring up Quentin Tarantino and not bring up Pulp Fiction, there's something wrong. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't do that. Pulp Fiction is a great movie, but I'm still trying to do that. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to answer Terry's question about Will is. Wait a minute. True Fiction Dad. Who confessed it? And Kurt, you ain't Let's put it on the seat. Damn. Is it, you peeing on food again? Okay. You hearing bullying because he wanted candy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let him eat candy. Hold on. Hold on. All right, wait a minute. Y'all going to pull me away from this Black Panther shit, and we're going to come back. Hold up. We're going to come to Black Panther. Hold on. No, no, no. I want to say the editorial now before Anchor ends up shutting me down. <laughs> okay, I watched the movie three times in the last three days. Okay, you got a lot of time in your hands, motherfucker. No, two hours. Anywho, yeah. that's all you got to watch. With, without a shadow of a doubt, Killmonger is the hero of the movie. Yep. Okay, I and, agree. And quite honestly, T'Challa and his whole family. So, should have been should have been killed. Yeah. Okay. Too far, but I'll get what you said. <laughs> okay. Let me explain. Let me explain something far. to you. Real shit. If if they can cure bullet wounds in twenty four hours, you really mean to tell me oh, they ain't got man. the cure for AIDS, cancer, uh, shit. If anything, hunger and famine in the middle of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why would we share with the world? Like, that's why hard. not? Oh, um, because did you, did you ever heard of slavery? Like, okay, Kurt, 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 Kurt. okay, okay. If you're not going to share with the world, at least share with the people who look like you. Share with Africa. Listen, they sold out, they sell out too. They can't do that because they were selling them into slavery. So they're like, forget them other black people. We're Wakanda. We're going to do it ourselves. Keep it with, with us. Don't try to make their family, family look bad because they try you know. I agree with you, Jay. B, B what you'll call... So we'll anchor, wait a minute. Anchor don't be liking my points. All right. But Killmonger, basically, he didn't really care about his cousin 
ruling shit. His main objective was to have y'all utilize the things that y'all are sitting on for the greater good of all people that look like you. Now, and you know the one thing they did with the writing to undermine Killmonger's whatever market share, because more people would have been on board with him if he didn't go all crazy, like, I'm going to just give everybody guns, we're going to shoot everybody. Because if he actually went through like a, a plan, he would everybody would have liked him over not, uh, T'Challa. Not to mention, in, in all fairness, T'Challa got his ass whooped in his own water in front of his own people. <laughs> he said his own water. His own like, water. He, wasn't, he wasn't ready. He was unprepared. What are you talking not, about? Not, <laughs> you ain't he ran you, usually you got to get ready for a fight, but he wasn't Hold ready on. for this fight. Hold on, real quick. Real quick, we're going to go around. Where was Killmonger from? Without knowing anything about him, if you just seen him fight and the way he act, what city is he from? Terry. Oakland. Oh, my bad. He's from New York. No. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt said Oakland. Will. Oakland. Will's not Will's, on here. Will's, no, Will's, Will's on the anchor timeout. Adrian. Yes. I don't know. He, I can't. I can't place it, bro. I would say Philly. That's the only fight I'm familiar with. I, I gotta with. say it's either Philly or New York because he was real disrespectful. Yeah. And the way you don't whoop nobody's ass and talk shit in the middle of it, unless you. Yes, he was. He was. That was what we call in um, the uh, personal protection field, an educational beatdown. He's giving all sorts of morals of the story while whooping his ass. How you gonna whoop somebody's ass? Their mom is crying. Their sister is crying. <laughs> his girl is up there worried. <laughs> if that's the case, you could have been from the hill, yo. I, hey. <laughs> Ain't nobody from the hill ever killed nobody. Shout out to the hill. Killmonger is the real hero. I can tell you who's the better hero than Killmonger, and that's basically Thanos. Because if it's not for him, then Wakanda wouldn't be the place it would be today, okay? Who? Thanos? Thanos. Thanos, 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 whatever how you say his name. Thanos, Thanos, real talk, Thanos is the realest person in any comic book whatsoever because he basically said, and, and I'm going to spoil the shit out of it if you ain't seen Infinity War, half the people got to go. <laughs> period. I, I think everybody knows that now. They should know. But <laughs> no other reason outside of you existing and you eating up food that you don't need to eat, you got to go. And Even I don't Thanos. know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What he said? Wow. Even Stanley had to go. <laughs> That's horrible. You got to snap. That's pretty fucked up. Horrible. That's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Classic. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I commend, especially people like our brother who went, he dressed up as Killmonger for Halloween. Technically, Ooh. TJ. Only because it was easy. He always wanted to put fake hair in his head. That's all. I'm not going that far. That's true. That's true. That's true. All I'm saying is, I heard about skin bleaching. In the end, Joe Bugger is the only 100% black person he could be. I tell you what, Kurt. Kurt, we have to. We, at, at some point, we have to discuss him. Yeah, yeah. that shit's fine. Yo, he said that's point, the what? only a hundred percent black person he could be. Oh, oh, that's rough. Yo, Jay, that's what's weekend warrior for the KKK? That's the eugenics. 
eugenics. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. So, Terry. Yo, the anchor just boot people because of yeah, the, the atrocity it, of what you just said? I think it goes by. We got to look at this. Ain't like they spawned yeah, this enough. connection's really bad. It ain't like they spawned Yo, is enough. it all going through Kurt? Is your connection long? My connection's great. I'm always on. I don't know what it is. Mm. I, I, I just keep getting bounced. Yeah, I know what it is. You keep saying that reckless stuff out your mouth, and so Anchor don't like that. <laughs> Talk about Anchor, some. Anchor, stop, stop hating on my political views and things. It's time mm-hmm. to suck. Much. And, and in, in, any, in any other hood, if a black man gets his ass whooped in front of his family, his girl, and his village, I don't care if you come back or not. You still got your ass whooped. And there's no Pretty respect. Much. They never so, did address that. They never did address how bad he got his ass. No, nah, no. Nah. He he got taxed by a United States Marine. <laughs> <laughs> With daddy issues, that's a lot. When you got With, daddy issues and you're in the, in the Marines and you want to kill people, and you know what? Like, come on. Yeah, they kind of really glassed over that. It's like, okay, you killed. He was his, fucked up. He was in a bad place his, for a long time. You killed his dad. You left him as an orphan. Y'all sitting over here. I mean, half of that is that. his. His father did that. He had nothing to do with his cousin. Had nothing. His cousin didn't even know. Oh, only person who knew was one eye Willie. Wait, wait, don't, don't say he ain't know now. Well, no, he didn't know. Only person who knew was one eye Willie. Hold on. Right. Wow. So, here's a question, though. Here's a follow up question Is DC Comics pretty much dead at this point? Has Marvel completely taken over? DC's dead. DC was what dead. Aquaman? What about Aquaman? I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, Kurt. Are you, you? You're my movie person. I'll know if something is hot if you go see it. Are I'm you planning it. to go? See, I'm not. You, it. It's the same storyline as Black Panther. Oh my gosh! Two family fight. We gotta basically win the whole thing, and then they can't get the water thing right. Like nobody wants to really feel like your they're man, in the water watching them fight. Your man like talks to fish. Uh, yeah. He talks to <laughs> and Batman talks to bats. I'm just, I'm just, you know, no, it's like, it's no. Ridiculous. Bruce, Bruce, let y'all know in the Justice League. What's your power again? I'm rich. Bruce got bitched Let's in go. every. Bruce got bitched in every movie after um the boy who played them. So in Batman vs Superman, Dark he got Knight. bitched. He got beat up. Come on now, yo. Batman, he was, oh. he was. What? You know how you you jump at people, and make them flinch. Superman was doing that to him in that movie. I was, that's horrible, yo. I was like, all right. And not when he hit him with that. Batman is having night tears. Not when he hit him. Not when he hit him with that kryptonite. He held up instantly. He was in the corner gasping for air. Yeah, like, bitch, du jour. DC, DC is done though. <laughs> to be honest with you, DC is done. They need to just stay to like cartoons. They should just focus on their animes because right now their their live actions. Is, I, Terry, Marvel has it. Yeah, Terry. They they like the the Marvel universe. They got shit that they haven't even woven in yet. Yeah, if they wrote. Wait till Captain Marvel come out. Wait till X Men get in there. That's what I'm saying. The whole X Men universe, they could be doing an X Men reboot. No. Well, now uh, you would, yeah, because they bought Fox. Disney bought, uh, yeah, they they bought Fox, so now they can actually uh, intertwine the universes. It could be. It's going to be over for DC very quickly because Captain Marvel's just one whole arc of it. I mean, they sloppily did Apocalypse. With uh, with the X Men, but it could be better. Nobody did. Nobody did. Uh, what's what's your man's name? Mister Sinister. Yeah, but uh, can you name one good X Men movie? Cause I can't. 
even this new one that's coming out, The Dark Phoenix, the previews, it looks trash. <sighs> I say the second one. Gonna, which the one? Second the second one? one was, yeah, the second one was all right. I was just honestly. Now here's the problem. It's not. It's not in that universe. But tell me, Logan won one of the better movies that you've ever seen. Logan was the oh, best. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, Logan but, was the best movie but Logan, but Logan wasn't from Marvel Studios. No, it wasn't, and it wasn't from the X Men universe. It was from yeah. X Men. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, alrighty then. Yeah, Terry, they, they just got... They just got yeah, they... Uh, <laughs> they better sit right next to their router. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. They, 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 I know what it is. They ain't pay their bills. <laughs> Yo, anchor, anchor, anchor is suspect. Now, I've even gotten it down to the point where I can get on and off in 10 seconds. But... <laughs> Alright, so we we talk movies, we talk we talk this. What's what's uh what's going on in the world this this important? Well all all right, so, nominations came out. <laughs> Burn all that shit down. Wow. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. I'm sure you're about no damn golden globe. Horrible. That's horrible. Or oh, Emmy or Oscar or anything else that White people got to vote on. I'm good. Cause he's hey, he ain't feel that emotion. He ain't feel very emotional. <laughs> he's very emotional. Black or white, Lady Gaga is gonna win every goddamn thing that's out there. Next question, go on. <laughs> I don't know. Mary Poppins might have a chance to be there because that soundtrack is fire. Our <laughs> Yo, Kurt is no longer allowed on the habitual Ryan stuffer. <laughs> yeah, you. Anytime Mary Poppins is brought up in anything, that is an automatic black card reduction. <laughs> but, Mary but Poppins, did, the chitty shitty bang talk, bang. Get, get out of here. I did want to talk about Kevin Hart, and th- this was something with Philly. I actually, you know, I I, I don't really give Philly respect, <laughs> mainly because I'm from Pittsburgh, so I don't deserve it. Respect your history. Did he really make the Kaepernick picture that said fuck them Grammys and put his picture over it? <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that. Did he? Yeah, if he did, he needs to. Whoever did it might I might be on some GoFundMe stuff for the first time. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. He said fuck them Grammys and had his his picture over it like on a on some real <laughs> uh, Kanye <laughs> plug. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. No, yeah, that's. Um, so I don't even know. Go about the world. No, I was going to say. So, at, at what point are are we ready to move away from a two party system? Hmm. Uh, is the Tea Party not one already? That Tea Party is part of the Republican Party. It's still two parties. I was doing, I was trying to trick your ass. Yeah, you, <laughs> I was about to say wrong. It's I, don't think, I don't think they're ready for that. America is about tradition, what? and they're scared to branch out of it. What what is the what is another party going to do? You got one extreme left. You got one extreme right. I don't want no motherfucker right in the middle. Shit, I might as well run. Okay, but okay. So the, the thing is, so historically. 
Okay. Up until the, the Dixiecrat South, um, you know, it was the, the, the party of Lincoln being, being Democrats. Um, and, you know, we freed the slaves and everything else, even though they didn't really free anything. Um, First off, Lincoln wanted that shit just to, to handle the union. Exactly. But, but this, listen, according to their history. So, and then you, you have the Dixiecrats where pretty much Democrats or Republicans switch sides and, and what they actually believe and what they will actually voice as what they believe. Um, but now you historically, people of color will vote Democrat regardless uh, of who's running and what's being said and what's actually being done. Republicans will, will, will vote or, or will say one thing and let you know flat out to your face, hey, we don't really care about you and this is what we actually think. So at what point is it going to be something that is going to be beyond a Democrat and Republican seeing as how neither side is really for, is really for us? I, I I honestly don't know. That's very that's very you know, hard to say because I feel like we're still between you know Republicans and Democrats, and as long as that's still strong and people are holding on to that, no one's ever going to let a third party come in unless it's basically by a coup d'état or something like that. Okay, so you figure every year there's independence. There, there's independence. There's a Green Party. There's Libertarians, but nobody takes these candidates serious. So there are additional parties, but when it comes well, down to a scale, presidential though. race, they put them on the scale. right? So when it comes right, because in if you look at primaries, you're only allowed to vote for Democrats, you're only allowed to vote for Republicans. So if you're Libertarian, if you're Green Party, if you are um, pretty much anything other than that, if you're independent, whatever the case is, you're not allowed to vote in the primary. So how can we? You have a viable candidate if you aren't even allowed to run until the general election. Is that automatic or is that just because no one has ever gotten to the point of, of well, no, there's no primary for a, a, a independent, basically. Nope. If you, unless you, that's the, because if you look at, you look at Bernie Sanders, he has historically been independent, but when it comes time to run for president, he's Democrat. The minute the race is over, he's back to independent. But that's because he's still on the scale. So, like, I, when I teach political science, right, there's the scale. And you got your, your right, your left, you got your far right, your far left. But, like, libertarians, right? So, libertarians are basically, they're, um, they're to the left, but they're, like, in the middle. They're, they're like, moderate. Like, one Correct. degree over into the middle. Correct. And then you, it's just that people can say, yes, yeah, this is my party. But you know when they run. People are going to always going to do Democrat Republican. You see, you know, is it right? Honestly, to answer your question, no. I think what Kurt just said is an example of what I, I think you have to break it first. First, we got to get off this damn XY scale of how left and how right you are to determine. It's on the same bird, damn it. <laughs> but if, if I say my platform is going to be free gas for everybody who has a car over 18, like shit like that, like why does it. Oh, then you- I'm, I'm, then I'm electing you. <laughs> I'm voting for you. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, I, I just don't get why instantly you have to be on that same spectrum. If I'm pro hoax and, 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 you know, con 
uh, abortion and, and like instantly I'm getting categorized based off of what I believe in. So to build something that doesn't exist on that spectrum, you, you can't use that spectrum. So my, my whole thing is there there's Democrat, there's Republican, and then there's what's right. Hmm. It's, it's, it, that, that's how I look at it. And as long as, I mean, we are one of the few civilized uh, or one of the few civilizations in, in, in the Western world that will only allow two parties. You look at any other democracy on the face of the earth and they yeah, will have 18. So wherever everybody else, but at least they got a choice. Let me choose how I want to be fucked up. Don't don't pigeonhole me into where I have to be and still be oppressed. At least let me have a choice in my oppression. So how does one start? I, I get what you're saying. And, and quite honestly, you know, unless it's it's somebody in our own party and our own people. Um, how does one go about even beginning that process? And, and I'm sure I'm sure organization comes into play <laughs> because without support from your own, as long as Oprah and Obama are out there yelling donkey, 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 it, it really ain't gonna matter. So because we have never been a monolithic people, um, it, it, it's not necessarily how can we uplift us, but until we can mobilize and, and say that, okay, my dollar matters. And because my dollar matters, I am not, we, we are going to pull our resources and back this candidate that is not Democrat, that is not Republican. And this is where, this is where we are. This is what I want. This is what we stand for. This is what we will not accept anything less than. Well, that's on some, we, we got to be on some like V for Vendetta type stuff right there. Like for that it's to happen in possible. Paris right now. Oh, of what, what's comfortable and what the norm is because you literally, you may throw away two or three elections just from being, you know, whitewashed out of the group. But in the meantime, motherfuckers know you're at least, you're at least, serious about doing it like as long as you get the backing and things like that eventually that shit's going to come into light to say okay we do legitimately have a third party but that road and and we're i'm going to bring up something that i mean I, i'm a hypocritical as well you know as well we can't stop from buying 200 pairs of shoes consistently enough when we don't have car insurance and that's oh. that, that that may be a generalization, and and I, no. you know, I can say people to do it. I can say people who don't. But Michael Jordan ain't making two hundred million dollars every other Saturday based off of only white people. I'm and, and, and I'm, I'm working in finance. I can let you know that our priority spending is 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 upside down. However, how many Jordans you have? Next question. Go on, Terry. Keep talking. <laughs> I can proudly say I've never bought a pair of Jordans. Never bought a pair of Jordans. Maybe only bought three pair of Nikes. But 
Anyway, I, I maybe have two pair of Jordans. So no, I'm not I, I have one never, never bought I've a pair worn, of Jordans. I've worn four today, bitch. <laughs> I go. You got to peel your hands right now, don't you? Just so you can break them in. <laughs> you pay for Michael Jordan's whole uh, one month salary, huh, Jay? But but as, but but here's the thing: as I've as I've grown and I've actually realized that giving to the same company the same money time and time again instead of contributing $50 to staff, which is now what I do weekly, that's $200 a month, which mm-hmm. was going to Michael Jordan as opposed to myself. Right. Well, it, it's, and, and again, it's how do we prioritize our, our orientation in society? So if we are okay being consumers, that is fine. But at least let let us have a product that we want. So if our product is a candidate, then because keep in mind, even if we get a third party and or our party, not even third party, but an our party, even if we get an our power, uh, an our party, they're still going to be a part of the system. Uh, that has already been established by white supremacy. Mm-hmm, so it's, mm-hmm. it's still going to be a matter of inserting our candidate into a corrupt system. So and let it, there, there's, we still have to be willing to say, okay, we've had enough. We can look at Venezuela. We can look at Paris. We can look at uh, the Arab Spring. We can look at any government that has been challenged um, by, by the people, by the proletariat, by those that have not, and demanded change. And as, as long as we are content with remaining in a um, almost second-class citizenship until our dollar can say otherwise, then that's, I, I think that's where, where we're going to remain. Mm. Well, let's look at the power of our dollar real fast. And I do agree with that, but is that we do put a lot of money into this economy. So we should have a say in the actual um, who we can select and who we can have fight for us within this country. So in the report um, by um, black consumers, it says that black African-Americans make up just 14 percent of the population. But we are responsible for one point two trillion dollar in purchases annually. And we don't have nobody who looks out for us or 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 we don't have any power within what you call that political Nike got us. arena. <laughs> Nike got us. Nike, <laughs> Nike, Nike got us. Got us. <laughs> Nike got us. But that's a lot no. of money that we spend annually. Shit. And that's... I mean, it's a point. We're about to go into, what, in the next two and a half weeks. We... I mean, do you remember when we was growing up and even, you know, us with kids today? I mean, in my opinion, stuff been overboard for a while. Give us an example. Uh, A certain little boy is getting a PS4 who already has a tablet, who already has a Nintendo DS. I mean, at, at at what point? do we say, you know, restraint and 
Um, okay, but I'll bring up an. Ex- I'll bring up. Go, go ahead, go ahead. So, but is that restraint on the little boy, or is that restraint on the parents' part? No, that's 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 both. easily on the parents. I'm saying, but it's still supposed to be no, both. No, no, no. It's, it's on I parents. agree. It's on parents. But the children but the ask. Center, the children the watch. Dollar is the, dollar is yeah, the dollar. Yeah, but the parents have this. Yeah. Like you can't say my son said I I want it, so I'm going to get it. About that life, then you're an idiot to begin with. But you know, it, it still equates to the black dollar. We're out here. How, how many people contribute to something? You know, I don't even know how I want to say it. But basically, is it more important to your kid to have the nicest shoes, the newest clothes, the newest toys, or do you throw a hundred dollars into their name into a bank account? Bank account. And I mean, what you should do is the bank account. We know what's happening. We know what's happening. <laughs> How you going to answer? It's a rhetorical question, ass. No, my fault. My fault. And I don't. And I don't want to categorize my people. And again, I'm guilty of it myself. This little boy, my son's getting more you know. than what I've. I've ever shut up. Getting more than I've ever gotten combined <laughs> on, on, on a span of thirty. Days. So. <laughs> But that also comes so, from that also comes from personal lives. So so for me, it's like when I was growing up, my dad gave me nothing, right? And so now when I'm my son, I'm gonna take care of my son and do more for him than my dad did for me. But in that as That's well, right. I'm, I'm still supposed to make the decision to to have wealth that can be created for him and increase for him, even though I can say, Hey, I haven't gotten this, I can look out for you, I'll look out for you, but still have wealth that can build. Um, in the meantime, exactly. so it, it just you're, needs to be. You're talking about yeah. taking. You're talking about taking care of them. I think this is something that I've said before in in our in our group chat. Why are we equating what you have on or what you have, as far as you being cool or you being well sustained or or you being healthy mentally, physically, like you're you're winning if the more you have. Correct. Like if you're skylining, like then you're winning. And that's yeah. that's not always true. So your your living life. Uh oh. <laughs> Go okay. ahead. Okay. <laughs> and so so because I, I I understand our conversation has shifted to the the general season that we're in right now and addressing a non specific gift giving holiday. I totally understand that. But if we're talking about the the black dollar, okay, um, we we also have to keep everything in context. Because when we make comments and generalizations about, okay, well, uh, we'll stand in line for Jordans, but we won't stand in line to vote. Okay. We just had a That's state. That's not true for everybody. It, it may not be. However, we just have how many people are, are felons and aren't, don't have the right to vote. Correct. How many people are self-soothing um, and are trying to are trying to ease that pain with retail therapy? How many people are trying to, uh, I, I guess, make up for lost time when it comes to the fact that if you look at the Freedman's Bank, where that literally went, you know, took sharecroppers' money. Correct. And that's why we have generations upon generations of people that don't trust banks. So when it's not always about I got the biggest, I got the flyest. 
But when you have to convert your money from something uh, monetary to something tangible so that it's not taken away, I look at that also as a reason for uh, the consumer economy that we um, are, are currently experiencing as, as a people. Um, because it's not always just about, okay, yeah, I want to buy it because I have to have the biggest and the flashiest. A lot of it is generational. And well, if I don't have something, right, if, if I don't have this, it can be taken away. So let me, let me con- convert this into something that I know I at least can see some value for a short period of time, as opposed to me putting my, my money in a savings and, account or in a money market and, or in the stock market. Or hell, even under a mattress. And um, that, that, correct. And it's funny that you said that because um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, who is from the Institute um, for Policy Studies, she stated that a dollar circulates thirty community, twenty days in the Jewish community, seventeen days in the white community, and guess how much for the black community? Many. I give it three hours. Six hours. Six yeah, hours. Six hours. But. You got a whole bunch of history and cultural stuff tied into it, but at the same time, all that stuff we have to, you know, be holding to it or try to make changes to it. Like, a lot if people- you don't know, you need to make a change. So we, we can't just we, we can't just speak platitudes. If you don't know that there is something better, you're going to continue to do what it is you want to do. Of course. So if 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 you getting a check on the first and the third is your entire way of life, because that's how your grandma did it. And that's how your mom did it. And that's how you do, do it. But it and, and you you can't, we can't necessarily just say that, okay, well, we have to break the cycle. How do we break the cycle? By being self-aware and exposure. It's like with anything else. You can't change anything if you're not aware of it. So you have to be able to think and critically assess things. And if you don't have those skills, then you're going to be at a loss. You can't do anything without being able to critically think and assess and object, you know, look at stuff objectively and perspective and all that stuff so you gotta learn those things like the same thing with my so family that, many of our families we grew up so is that know, something is that something we should take on ourselves to teach our youth or is absolutely it something we yeah and i like i'm taking my son to anytime i do anything that's entrepreneurial about me building businesses and money i take my my children with me i go check out houses my children come in my son's with me and seminars for stuff um and that's just exposure whereas you know i could be taking them to a basketball game and then we go home and watch sports or I could take him out. We go talk about him, you know, start a small business or whatever, like little things you can monetize, lemonade stands, whatever. It's all about what we put into him and expose him to. It, but so. it's, it's, it's I think it's not just about the youth. There are I work with adults that need the same lesson. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I work the, with peers. The youth can learn without the adults. So, I mean, you got to start somewhere. A lot of people say, you know, the old adage is better to. Uh, raise a child and try to fix a broken man. So it all depends, but you need all all points need to be addressed. You just got to figure out where. But you look at it, when they try to destroy communities and stuff, they take out the adults, but then they repurpose what the children do. We got like, you know, Native Americans and, you know, other Aboriginal people being put in schools where they're being, you know, uh, indoctrinated. You teach them and then they do it on their own. So you got to start somewhere, but the youth are the ones that are going to infect, uh, affect and be able to enact the change. The so if... So in plain devil's advocate, if that is the case, and it is, so if we're supposed to be teaching the youth, okay, and getting back to this non-specific gift-giving holiday that everyone is, is so amped about, if they wake up on Christmas morning and 
they got 18 gifts under the tree. Are we, is, is that still the same lesson in saving? Is that still the same lesson in investing? Is that still the same lesson if I want, I did not see the, the blood, the sweat, and the energy that went into being able to provide these gifts? Nope. So is that still the same? Is that still the, is that the lesson we want to teach by, you know, giving them everything that we maybe never had or uh, just because we didn't have a, a parental figure or weren't necessarily in the best financial situation? Is that is does that do anything to lessen that that teaching moment simply because they have what they ask for without seeing the work that goes into it? If we are trying to break, you got it. You got to show the work and effort goes into it. You got it. But that's a year round thing, though. So if if they see mommy and daddy working two and three jobs and they see that, okay, no, we might not be able to get pizza, but we can, you know, maybe cook something. If if that is all being tied in, and yes, because uh, I have to stay a little later at work, or because I have to, you know, mommy has to do X, Y, and Z. So when uh, you know this particular time of year comes around, you can have what it is you want to have. And then is that, and, and again, going one level deeper, is that stealing their innocence if they know that because you're working two and three jobs to provide these gifts and toys and everything else? I don't see no Santa. education, and reality, else. and prepping children for responsibility is stealing anything. Why? There's not stealing because you're exposing them to what the thing, like the same thing you have a child, like you have a child, he's do the whole Google Gaga and the baby talk with him. They might be behind the curve for a few years because you spoke to him like you had some problems. You talk to them with full sentences, even though they can't maybe articulate what you're saying, they tend to follow the curve quicker. Same thing about like, oh, um, I'll treat you like a child. Then maybe when you're like 13, 14, we'll start talking about working and all that other stuff. They're going to be behind the ball. Whereas if you have a younger person, it's like, all right, like my mom and them, they're from down south. So you know what they did when they first woke up? They had to work and do chores so they could get breakfast. They didn't just wake up and eat. They had to build up an appetite. You ever heard that expression? Got to work up an appetite. So the same thing. It wasn't still in their innocence. They realized you had to do something to get something. And the better they're prepared for that, the better off they are in life. Like my children working in the garden, they weren't, I mean, it's just different things. Uh, it's not stealing anything from them. They appreciate and learn stuff. And that's all right. truth. I, and, I don't and, see that stealing and anything from children. Well and good if that is the lesson that is being instilled on, on a daily basis. But yeah. it's, it's, it's really hard to turn around and, you know, you, you trying to see – uh, outdo your friends and who got the most gifts under the tree and they don't see that same blood sweat and tears that goes into everything that goes behind it or even worse parents going into debt trying to provide yeah. everything they did they didn't have mm-hmm. so it's, that yeah. that's a, a dynamic in and of itself just on some okay if we're trying to break these generational curses of being bad with money, not knowing how to save, not having a retirement plan in place um, by the mm-hmm. time you hit age 30. Um, you know, what What else is not being taught simply because we are trying to provide an experience and a lifestyle that may not be sustainable uh, by the next generation simply because we are skipping over steps just to get to that gratification and not the delayed gratification that might pay off uh, in the long run. Mm. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot to think about in oneself. And um, I'm glad that we were able 
to get conversations out tonight. And if people do want to hit us up and ask us questions, I think they all can definitely just hit us up, ask questions for this podcast and things like that, and we'll get back to them. Um, but we're going to have to leave y'all tonight and see y'all next week. Before we leave, does anybody want to leave out with something to say? One thing to say about what we talked about today um, towards um, our in, in the words of Martin Luther King Jr., ouch, I've been shot. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, I would like to say um, just a basic thing that some people don't realize. Um, you can always change yourself at any moment. It just depends on what you do. So, you know, generational, historic, granted, all those are factors and stuff. But if I want to, you know, be healthier, I could start, I could drop down, do some push ups, do some sit ups, I can, you know, do some running. So you can't let what you've seen or experienced determine where you're going to go necessarily. Good. And I would say make sure we educate our people, especially our young ones. Yes. Not only educate them mm-hmm. to be a great consumer, but also investor. Um, teach them about stocks, mm-hmm. teach them about making their money work for them. And by the time when they, you know, get older, they won't be in debt like most of us have been in the past. And lastly, I would like to say, um, you might not know a lot about movies and you might not know a lot about politics, but one thing that you should know is that Robert Townsend is the greatest actor and director of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right, think he's going to <laughs> all right thank you brother we love y'all and we'll see y'all next week have a good night so this is the second part of choices meeting people in the street and we got this brother right here won't believe it but his name is zero zero please um just what's up man how are you today i'm good man i'm having a good day productive day all right so zero i got some questions for you you gotta pick you know one of the answers right i'm gonna give you a question pick the answer so what do you leave for a diabetic Santa Claus? Do you leave cookies or do you leave milk? I have to say milk. Why? Because I don't know what type of cookie it is. Could be a sugar cookie. Mm. Or cookies are usually sweet. So you want Santa to survive the night as well, huh? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, good, good. All right, so next question. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Would you rather see no gifts under the tree or Santa Claus kissing your mom? All tongue. Oh, it got to be no gifts. I no gifts? Say. Why? Because Santa can't be kissing on my mom. Why? Wow, it's just that one night. No, no, sir. I can't see that. Oh, you can't see that? Why can't you see that? Because, like, it's Santa. It's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know who Santa is. <laughs> oh, no, no one knows who Santa is. All right. So the third one, last question. All right, you, you drive, right? Yes. All right, so let's say, you know, you parked your car overnight. It snows. And so you dig the snow out so you can get out your parking spot. Mm-hmm. To save your spot, do you leave your chair? Or do you leave a chair in your parking spot or you take your chances? Ah, cheer. Why? Why are you going to leave a chair? If I leave a chair, somebody's going to know that it's, reser- it's not for them, it's reserved, so they're going to have to move the chair, but they don't. people don't usually move the chair. But what if it. they do move the chair? What you going to do? Uh, if they move the chair, I'm out of luck. Out of luck? Yeah. All right. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Thank all right. See you in the street. Have a good one, all right? You too. So that's my segment. Coming from the Googler, yo, tune in next week for choices. Hey, what choice will you make? So thank you for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next week. Stay blessed.